0: Is there an establishment of religion? Is is there a First Amendment argument for non-U.S. citizens traveling into this country? Uh, can't, can't the Commander-in-Chief say, you know what, we don't want people from any country? We don't want people from any—doesn't I mean, he have that ability? We're not talking about citizens.
1: Right, he does. Uh, and, you know, this is the unfortunate part of the public debate here, Buck, and I, I guess this frustrates me more as a lawyer than uh, a commentator, but— You know, people's policy preferences have have gotten bundled up with a discussion of what the law is. If we just stick with the law, um, the Constitution allows you to do all kinds of things that are stupid policy. So, you know, for all these people who are yelling, it's a religion test. um, The Constitution mentions religion tests in only one context, and that is you can't have a religion test as a qualification for public office. But when you're talking about aliens who want to enter the United States, that has nothing to do with the religion test as it's discussed in the Constitution. And we can and, in fact, do have some religion test in immigration law. For example, if you want to qualify as a refugee, it's incumbent on you in many instances to prove religious persecution because our experience, of course, uh, of the history of humankind is that religious persecution – Uh, is one of the most common forms of persecution and why people flee their homelands. So it's not even true to say, you know, we don't have religion tests in our law because we explicitly do. But as a matter of constitutional law, the president could say uh, we're going to have a categorical ban on Muslims. Now, again, I, I hasten to say, because unfortunately in this atmosphere you have to, I think that would be really dumb policy. But as a matter of constitutional law, the president clearly would have authority to do that because aliens don't have any right to come to the country in the first place. So they don't have any you know, reservoir of due process or, or uh, Bill of Rights protections that would be the grist for a complaint that they were being keep, kept out on the basis of their religion. They, they simply don't have that right. Uh, again, I think it would be a dumb thing to do. But the Constitution would allow it. So it's simply frivolous for people to claim that there is a legal right against a you know, a religious designation in immigration law. And now, back here on planet Earth, we talk about the facts. And the fact of the matter is here, the countries and refugees that are involved, we're talking about less than 15 percent of the Muslim population of the world. And we're not talking, again— about a permanent ban we're talking about a temporary ban which targets these particular seven countries and it's these seven because as a result of an obama era law uh, these seven were cited as countries that are either designated by the state department as state sponsors of terrorism in the case of iran or in the other six countries have dysfunctional or non-functional governments as as a result of being hotbeds of jihadism and war ravaged, so you know to make it to make it simple for people, uh, if we want to vet somebody who wants to come to our country, the capacity doesn't exist to pick up the phone and call Yemen and say, "You know, what's this guy's criminal record? What's his personal history?" You know, we have that capacity with other Muslim majority countries and their regimes. We don't have that with these seven countries. So what Trump is actually talking about, is not a Muslim ban. It's a ban on countries or the aliens of countries where we have very, very significant vetting difficulties in terms of uh, tr- trying to analyze aliens who want to come here to predict whether they're going to be a threat or value-added or value once they get here.
0: Can I just ask you real quick, Andy, before I let you go, what do you think the Ninth Circuit is going to do? You think you think they're going to keep the ban ban?
1: I think they'll probably rule against Trump, and you know, unfortunately, I think. And this is quite apart from whether you think it's a, a good policy or a bad policy. Uh, the law, and the courts have become more like super legislatures than legal tribunals. So, I, if if they were strictly going to apply the law, and they wanted to get off their chest what they thought of the policy, they would uphold what Trump did, and then they could write a you know write something snide about how stupid they think it is. But instead, what they do nowadays is politics rather than law. So I think the judges are likely, because the Ninth Circuit has a history of this, of substituting their own policy preferences for the president's, even though he's constitutionally responsible in this area.
0: Andy McCarthy is a former U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York, best-selling author and contributing editor at National Review. Read his latest at nationalreview.com and follow him at Andrew McCarthy on Twitter. Andy, thank you so much for calling us today. Great to have you as always.
1: My pleasure, Buck. Thank you